Good girl. No, no. One later. more chomp. One more chomp. Yeah. That's, you're all the way into the legs now. <laughs> I can't believe I just ate a whole personal pizza. <sighs> Followed it up with the torso of a chocolate bun. Listener, that's the sound of a mm. chocolate rabbit and cellophane. Mm, happy, uh, happy Easter. Yeah, last? happy Easter. Happy We're Easter, like two weeks right ago. Right on time. Yep, yep. Uh... What else? We were talking about Penny Dreadful. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I just it. feel like, okay, um, I loved it, obviously, for the aesthetic. Yeah. I was embarrassed every single time they would introduce a character. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, this is, my name is Dorian. Dorian yeah. Gray. And yeah. it's like, come on. Or like, my name is Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> like you're making it so hard to take this to yeah be, like it's not trying they to do that sincere. they do that once in this so i everyone i was telling robin that i started the frankenstein chronicles frankenstein. and uh sorry about this noise it's a wonderful celts uh yeah so they did that only once so far in the first season where a woman was like here's my card after like a whole scene with her and like close up, the cards like Mary Shelley. No, yeah, I was hoping you would not say that. It didn't bother me that much because it's the only one, and it, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, Sean Bean's in it. Scene Bean, he's, ama- he's amazing. Does he die immediately? Not immediately, but he <gasps> does. I don't care. I'm just gonna say it. That doesn't really. I mean, I got. You gotta assume at this point, anything he's in, he's he's there to die. And it's a. I mean, it's about people coming back to life. So mm. take that. Okay. Do with it what you will. It would be pretty chill if they brought him back as a zombie in Game of Thrones. Although, as I say it, I'm realizing they can't because his head got cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. Sorry. About that spoiler, everyone. I'm not. I'm not at all. You're sleeping on Game of Thrones. That's really on you. If you're really, like, not sure, he dies. Yeah. When in doubt, Sean Bean dies. Dies in every single thing I don't know if he's ever lived in in anything he's been in. I don't know either, but I think it's just, like, his type. He was born to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all, we all were. (laughs) (laughs) Born to die is our joint memoir. Black cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello. Ate a personal pizza while she Steph did. watched in horror. I didn't watch in horror. I was encouraging you. She and tried to share it with me. I didn't let her. I tried so hard. And then I immediately, basically without swallowing, ate the middle part of a whole chocolate bun. A you know solid what? one. The thing is, though, this is how I've been eating for the past month, and I still have managed to lose a little weight. Good so girl. That's fun. It's good. A, it's, it's, it's concerning, but it's fine. Well, well, I mean, eating just a just a personal pizza and then the torso of a chocolate bunny is you're probably not getting enough per day. Just I will doing be that. eating more of the bun later, okay. but probably no other meal. Mm. Okay. Well, but, I mean, I can't encourage you to do this, but if you that's what you want to do, well, you it's only had a, for a you. egg and no, a, I had a, avocado. I had a smoothie as well. Still. Are you going to have dinner? Delight. Of course I am. I okay. love dinner. I love every meal. In between meals, too, is fun. Snacks. Just, I love I just discovered snack. a horseradish hummus. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. I didn't know that existed. It's the best. That sounds... I'm in the mood now of, like, lately, the past week, of just opening a hummus and eating it in the manner of soup. I don't know what's happening That's, to me. I'm going to fucking... <laughs> 
throw up, dude. Not like with a spoon, but like with a chip. Like I eat so much of it. No, I know what you mean because like I love, I mean, I I like hummus too. It's like as if it's a single serving of soup. Stop. Mmm, soup. Mm, mm. Stop! Just like drinking hummus. It's like drinkable yogurt, the grossest thing. Don't even start me on gogurt. You know how I feel about that. I watched somebody drink a yogurt last week and it really rocked me. Like in a water bottle type fashion? Yeah. With a lid? It was like a Ronnie Brook drinkable yogurt. It was Camilla and he was just drinking it and I was like, could you not? At the very least, put it in like have the courtesy a glass, to do that in the privacy of the bathroom. No way! If I saw somebody drinking <laughs> a glass of yogurt through a straw, I would be so mad. I would. My mind, though, I think that I would prevent myself from getting upset because I think my mind would immediately be like, "That's got to be strawberry quick. Mm-mm. That's got to be strawberry quick because." A, it's delicious. B, not if it's white yogurt. Best case, it's milk. Yeah, you're right. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. No, no, no. Anyway, welcome to That's the Spirit, everyone. Yeah, welcome to That's the Spirit. I'm Steph. I'm Robin. And today's podcast is brought to you by Sparkling Poland Spring Watermelon Cucumber Flavor. Thank you. Why did I say it in that order? I don't know. You're really changing it up. I don't know. Uh, Also a a wonderful tea, just an herbal tea. A delicious tea. um, And the torso of a chocolate bun. And we would like to give a huge shout out to Cardi B. Congratulations on your pregnancy. I love her so much. I can't believe it. I'm so happy. I just spend most of my nights on her Instagram mm-hmm. replaying videos of her and being like, I'm finally at peace. Like, oh my good God. night world. She's so fucking wonderful. I love her so I much. also, I feel like I maybe already mentioned this to you, but Rihanna posted a video on her Instagram this week of herself watching Vanderpump Rules, mm. and I just feel so seen. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. Did you let her know? Did you did you send her a note? <laughs> like, Dear, Dear Robin. Yeah. My name is also Robin. Yeah. Meme twins. That's good. Oh, by the time this comes out, we will have performed yeah. our live femme fatale show with our Madame Morbid Pals at Caveat. So and if I'll, you missed that, yeah. thanks for nothing. Today, though, I'll tell you, I feel underprepared. I am scared I feel and nervous. nervous. Um, uh, you, talking about murders is not our forte talking about even ghosts we're not that good at so it's gonna be uh it's hit it's gonna be hit or miss it's gonna be hit or miss and we're gonna do our best we just did a little practice run and we were both like that's really good good job but i knew in the back of our heads we were like we're fucked (laughs) we're we're okay i feel like listening to you yours sounded great but when i was reading mine i was like this is i am so bad at this but i feel the exact opposite towards you okay so don't worry well either way we're gonna slam some drinks Mm -hmm. get up there talk for 10 minutes yeah then it'll be intermission by the time we're both done we'll be blacked out slam some more drinks and uh call it a night Mm -hmm. so definitely coming out with us because uh this will i mean it's too late all of our secrets oh yeah yeah. by this time it's too late sorry well anyway (laughs) if you did hear all of our secrets then i'm sorry about Monday night. <laughs> I guess, yeah, this is a good place we can retro, we can in advance yeah, be like. preemptively apologize. Really sorry. Hey, yeah. So sorry to the good people of Caveat for what we did to your theater. Mm-hmm. Sorry for what happened in the bathroom. You can send me a bill. Um, 
invoice us, I guess. Venmo, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. This what week else is new. Nothing else is oh, we there was this really cool thing happening this weekend that we didn't go to. <laughs> Good job us. Yeah, why didn't we go? I think we just don't like doing things. I I didn't know that it was happening until you told the me. The Oddities Festival in Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. So um we should really honestly actually they should have invited us. <laughs> Who's they? They, the committee. <laughs> The Oddities <laughs> Committee. Um, I mean, we can try and go this afternoon if you want, but mm-hmm, I don't think no it'll way. be open still on like a 7 p.m. on a Sunday eve. Not into it. Also, guys, it's another quick apology in advance if I'm a little less articulate today. I can't open my jaw very much. <laughs> I have... Listener, her jaw is locked I up locked like a bear jaw. trap. Uh, I think even I, I said a couple pods ago, my TMJ is really bothering me. Yeah, it's been ramping We up. talked about people ripping jaws off at some point, and I was like, mm-hmm. sounds good. Sign me up for it. Pop it out. Uh, it's finally happened. I can barely move my jaw. And, um, you know, that master's in acting is really paying for itself because I barely need to move my jaw at all. You, I don't know if you've ever taken a class to be a ventriloquist, but if you have, good. then you're using those skills. I'd be good. Let's see right now. Hey, Robin, can you tell that I'm talking out of my mouth? Kind of still. Kind of, I but need a class. honestly, you need like a two-week crash course, and mm. then I think you're good. Great. This I'm going to carve great. you a dummy for your birthday. <laughs> it's going to look like you, but wearing a little sailor suit. But oh, the sailor suit no. will be actually yours from when you were a child, and the doll will be named Stephanie. You know I have that. Well, I have that little sailor suit from when I was a child. I'm going to make you a Robert the doll. Um, if you, I feel like midway through carving a doll, you'd scare yourself so badly I know. that you I burn it. wouldn't be able to be in the same room as it. It would have yeah. to be a thing where I stayed up like... For 36 hours, carving it straight and then got rid of it and never looked at it again. <laughs> or it was like one piece at a time. could return to the woodshop. Like, you're like, I'm done with this hand. Get it away from me. And, like, the hand goes. I couldn't leave. No, I wouldn't even be able to turn my back on a piece of it because if anything is different, when I look back No, at that's it, why. Here's, here's how, here's how maybe we'll a, do it. an assistant? You carve just each digit, each each little thing, right? The jaw, the head. That's and I got you give it to me and you say, Get it! Don't have this near me. And then I become a joiner. And what I do is I I join the pieces and I make our horrible abomination doll. I'm gonna just you know carve this from tallow or ew or lard. That's not gonna work at all. Model it in like a as soon as I put my hand in there. I'm going to just mold it out of something soft. What you, you just described is my worst fear, what? is a, a fat dummy swaddled in a cheesecloth. <laughs> Wearing your own clothes. Wearing my own clothes. Named after yourself. Oh. Carved to look like you. Oh. I'm sorry. so sad and mean. That's what Robert the Doll is. Oh, I really I'm trying to it. make this a haunted object. No, he's made out of straw. No, I know, but he's burlap, made to look like a boy dummy. and named after him. Oh, God, I hate it so much. All right, well, I'll see if I can get some straw. Thank you for that. <sighs> You're so Welcome. Guys, we got some uh, fun ghosty ghouls for you today. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I would also like to note, listener, that my precious cat is slumbering with her yeah. little hand over her oh. eyes to block out the light because she's a sensitive princess. Blue does that too, and it's every time I'm like, cute, I'm not going to dim the lights or anything, but Well, yeah, I'm like, cute. what do you want me to lower my blinds? I'm not a hermit. BB. I love you. Also, she's really coming around, everybody. She, I, I held she's her before. Friend. She cuddled. It was 
the best. Yeah, she's been very snuggly. Mm-hmm. She's she's like a like a, a living heating pad. Well, not as good, but um, I see what you mean, though. Like I, I the, her one thing that she doesn't do yet, she doesn't like to lay on me. That'll come. Yeah, I think it will. But like, I'll wake up and she'll be snuggled up like that next to me. Mm. But no, like laying on my tum directly. You know, in time, just like cool. I do. <laughs> cool I I definitely know things that people like. That's that's like it, it's good and bad because at first you're like, oh, so cute. But then like twenty minutes go by and you're, and like, you're like, I, I need have to, to get, get up. up. Yeah, I, I gotta to do up. something about this. I know the eternal struggle. Okay, so anyhow, um, as every, you and everybody knows, I am obsessed with the tragic case of one Elisa Lamb. Guys, we brought it up way yesteryear. Mm-hmm. We just touched on it. I think in the oh my Kenny God, episode. I wonder when our year anniversary is. June. Okay, we Sometime have to celebrate. We will. Okay, great. Yeah, we're going to throw a, a party of some kind. Big party, you're all invited. Yep. Um, okay, so, yeah, obviously, I am obsessed with Elisa Lamb. I mean... Do you want to give us, like, a, a breakdown for anybody who hasn't spent, like, 20 hours on the internet <laughs> making himself insane? Yeah, Elisa Lamb was a college student from Canada who came to visit L.A., and um, she was staying at... A hotel, which I will discuss. Oh. And um, Society she it was us. there alone. And sh- there is video footage of her acting very bizarre in the elevator at the hotel and kind of like waving her hands in, in like really, um, I don't know, kind of like painful looking ways almost. Like she was doing like, it looks like she was doing wrist exercises and like stretching out every knuckle. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing this kind of like, weird hand motion and then she gets in the elevator looks jumps out gets in jumps out looks around seems suspicious and nervous gets in presses all the buttons then jumps out then goes back in like and it's weird because the elevator's just staying open not moving not moving that entire time that Mm -hmm. she's doing this and so she's clearly flipping out Something is going on. Um, And then she basically goes missing. A few days later, people staying in the hotel report that the water tastes weird. And lo and behold, poor Elisa was found with her pile of clothes waiting outside the water tank. And she had somehow gotten into a water tank on the roof of the hotel and had been sealed in there and had died. So there's a lot of speculation as to what actually happened and how she got in there. Some people, myself included, feel that there had to have been a person involved. Like, there's no way that she could have gotten in there and closed the door on her own or whatever. Um, It also doesn't really make sense to... Yeah. If you're a, by all accounts, like, you know, stable, healthy young woman to decide to go for a dip in the water tower on top of your hotel. Didn't she end up, didn't, she was, she was bipolar. She was, yes. But, like, that doesn't really... It doesn't explain that me, kind least, of behavior yeah. at all. Right, like, I know plenty of bipolar people. And I know I don't, people who are, like, off their meds and they don't even act like this. Of course, like, yeah, because it's like, no matter what, like, nobody wants to go in the water tower. <laughs> no. Also, nobody just wants to, like, 
like wring their own hands and then yeah. act like there's someone following them. Mm-hmm. It's it's really really deeply yes. unsettling. Very spooky. You can watch the video online as I have done probably hundreds of times at this point it's so, in my life. So so scary. Um it's a fascinating case. Um so if you go down that rabbit hole, um god bless. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um but you will be Getting a glimpse into the sordid history of the Cecil Hotel. Oh, guys, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Really big deal. Let's go back in time. (laughs) Is that the... It's to the 20s. I thought that you were doing the Mario and Luigi theme song. Oh. Oh, no. I guess maybe that's like the only thing that I know. I think it was supposed to be more a big band, like... That's better. Yeah. Good. The year is 1924. Hotelier (laughs) William Banks Hanner spared no expense on the Art Deco-themed Cecil Hotel, eventually spending over $1 million on a marble lobby, stained glass windows, imported palm trees, and an alabaster statue. What? This hotel's got everything. It's got it all. I mean, banks in his name, so. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's the 20s. Everybody's having fun. That was the motto of the 20s, was just having fun. Just have fun. Um, It was a lavish locale for rich Los Angelinos, as well as business men and women visiting L.A. All of that upscale living took a sudden turn for the worse when the Great Depression hit in 1929. Major bummer. That's yeah. good. You're really nailing it Thank with these you. horn Should I go noises. on a Foley? Mm-hmm. We'll um, do a ventriloquist Foley like duo together. <laughs> workshop, yeah. yeah. it'll be good. <laughs> so almost all of working Americans' disposable income was gone, and by the 50s, over 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile radi- radius of the Cecil. Ugh. Uh, no. So it became seen as more or less a flop house, uh, like right in the heart of Skid Row. What a once is a beautiful flop house? hotel became a hot spot of negative energy, like a place for people to like junkies and homeless people to hang out. I never understood what a flop house was, but yeah, that's what it is. I think oh, so. Man, seems fun, like a bouncy house, but it's not. You would you would think that it might be a house of of soft materials with no sharp edges. Yeah, or like the the kind of bunnies with floppy ears. Oh God. God, that's the best version of what yeah, it could be. It's not any of that. Listener, it is not. No. Um, over 16 different deaths by non-natural occurrences and <gasps> unexplained paranormal events have taken place at the hotel over <gasps> the years. The earliest death reported in the hotel was in 1931 when 46-year-old Manhattan Beach resident W.K. Norton checked in under the fake name James Willis. A national manhunt for Norton came to a screeching halt after he was found dead in his hotel room. It later came out that he died after taking poison capsules. His body had been in his room for over a week when it was found. So he killed himself. Yes. Less than a year later, a 25-year-old man named Benjamin Dodich shot himself to death in his room. No! In 1934, a 53-year-old former Army Medical Corps sergeant named Louis D. Borden killed himself in his room by slashing his own throat with a razor. No! You know we hate hate that way the most! I know, I really fucking hate that. That's what happened with the Radiant Bullet Man. I know, I don't like it! With a letter opener. I don't like that at all. No, I just even did the motion, I I don't don't like like that. No! There's something about that that's so 
much more like extreme to me than <gasps> almost any way. other way. That way, it's like it's like I fully I'm believe gonna, that there's something inside of you that is like compelling you beyond yeah, any. I can't imagine somebody being like, to do "I'm this. willing to do this." That's like when it's um, too close to your face. When people just like gut themselves. <laughs> I saw that once in a movie, Ooh, like that um what movie, The Cell with Jennifer Lopez. No, it was a it was a samurai film. Oh, a seppuku? Yeah. Um, he was doing it in front of like uh oh man, this is like one of the one of the big ones and I can't remember the name. He did it in front of like some kind of as a, you know, protest. Yeah. Well, it but reminds it's me how of the that, movie starts um, it's really 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 messed up. It reminds Sad. me of that uh old like French ad drawing of a pig slicing itself up. Yes. I hate that. Ooh, no. Like, I hate no, it, but no. I also am fascinated by you it. You do love ham, too. <laughs> you know your girl loves yeah. ham. She loves ham. Um, okay, so, yeah, slash your own throat with a razor. It's Ugh. like, best, no. best of luck. Um, in September 1944, a 19-year-old named Dorothy Jean Purcell threw her newborn son from a window. <gasps> Uh, a woman named oh Goldie God. Osgood had worked as a telephone operator. She called the Cecil Hotel home. She was known for feeding the pigeons in Pershing Square, so people nicknamed her Pigeon Goldie. What? On June 4th, 1964, Goldie was discovered dead in her hotel <gasps> room by a man delivering phone books. She had been raped, stabbed, <gasps> and strangled. No! The room was torn apart. A short time later, twenty-nine-year-old uh, a twenty-nine-year-old male was found in Pershing Square with blood stains on his clothes. His name was Jacques B. Ellinger, and he was arrested, but he could not be tied to the murder, so the police had to let Are him go. Are you kidding me? No what one, year was this? Uh, nineteen sixty-four. No one was ever prosecuted for her murder. Are you kidding me? No. They let Pigeon Goldie's killer or go free. Pigeon Goldie. In 1954, Helen Gurney, who had registered at the hotel as Margaret Brown, stepped out from her seventh floor window and crashed down onto the hotel's marquee, dying instantly. In 1962, Julia Moore, who had traveled by bus from St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri, Louis, Louis, and decided to stay at the Cecil, stepped out of her eighth story window, died instantly. Also, sorry, I don't know if it's Louis. I really don't know. Um, I'm thinking of that song, Meet Me in St. Louis. I know. Louis. I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course it's Louis. But then I'm like, do I sound like an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like only in that song is it St. Louis because it's like, oh, I'm visiting St. Louis. I've never heard anyone say St. Louis. Why was I like, it's Louis based no, on the I song? No, I was too. I was like, it's Louis. <laughs> every, every local knows it's Louis. Why? Uh, in 1962, Pauline Otten jumped from her ninth floor room after arguing with her estranged husband. He no. left for dinner, and she jumped out her window. No! A man, like, that'll show him. Yeah, here I go. Damn it. A man named George Giannini was walking on the sidewalk outside the hotel, and Pauline fell and landed <gasps> on top of him, killing, oh, no. killing them both instantly. No! I know. That's like it's how so I was telling you I'm, I'm scared guy. about my AC falling on somebody. Well, you might as well, like... Turn yourself in now, because you're going to go to jail yeah. for night. Mm. Um, on top of all the deaths, the hotel has also played host to some of America's most notorious villains. God. In this, 1985, yeah. Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker, lived in a room on the top floor of the hotel during his killing a spree. A real psychopath. Yeah. According to reports, he chose the hotel because of its reputation as being total unmitigated chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramirez uh, would allegedly return from a murder, leave his bloody clothes in the dumpster out back, and walk half-naked back to his room. 
No uh, one, like, no, thought it was weird. No, because there were so many, yeah. like, drug deals and overdosing junkies laying in the hallways. Flophouse. That people just looked the other way. Nobody cared. Nobody noticed. Um, in 1991, Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweger mm-hmm. also called the hotel home and murdered three sex workers while staying there. He yeah. murdered them in the hotel. That's Rumor has so it that he chose up. the hotel because of Ramirez having stayed there. So it's just like an endless cycle of like fucked up people deciding mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, that's exactly the kind of the kind of energy I'm into. Yeah. Uh, another noted guest was your girl, Elizabeth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia. She reportedly stayed at the hotel just before her infamously gruesome murder. That one doesn't make any sense to me. The, her murder? Well, sure, that doesn't make any sense to anyone, but her staying there. Well. Right before it. I mean. Doesn't track with, like. Anything else we know about I her, I think. Yeah, although I think at the time that she stayed there, it wasn't, like, a shit place yet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because right? that was, like, the 30s. Dur- yeah, I guess you're, I guess that's exactly right. Um, here we go. Canadian college student Elisa Lamb was found inside the water tank on the roof of the hotel three weeks <sighs> after she'd gone missing. This was also... Recent. Very recent. Yes. For those of you who don't know. I want to say 2013. Yeah. Um... Her body was found naked in the water tank after hotel guests had complained of bad water pressure and a funny taste to the water. Just everyone take a moment. Take and a hot sec. Think about being being in the shower, You'll drinking a glass of water, again. brushing your teeth, just being like, oh, there's, there's person in this. There's dead person in this. Forever unclean. Mm-hmm. Though authorities ruled her death as an accidental drowning, um, that's, like, hilarious because obviously that... There are so many steps that it would have to take to get to the water tank. Yeah. Um, Before her death, surveillance cameras caught Lamb acting strangely in an elevator, at times appearing to yell at someone out of view, as well as attempting to hide. She also pressed multiple elevator buttons and waved her arms erratically. After the video surfaced publicly, many people began to believe that the rumors of the hotel being haunted might be true. Horror aficionados began drawing parallels between the Black Dolly murder and Lamb's murder, pointing out that both women were in their 20s, traveling alone from L.A. to San Diego, last seen at the Cecil Hotel, and were missing for several days before their bodies were found. A bit of a stretch, but... Yeah. I mean, whatever. they nothing to do with each other, really. Yeah. they Maybe they would have been friends. I mean, I would have been friends with both of them. I'm sad for them. I would have been friends with Elisa Lamb. I found her Twitter and her Tumblr after her death, and she was so very normal. Mm -hmm. She was posting on Tumblr up until, like, the day she died. Yeah, it's a horrible story. Yeah, it's very, very sad. And it's just, like... I wish she had looked this fucking hotel up. Don't go to this know, fucking place. You've got place. a trip advisor. We do always say, like, oh, let's go visit places. Let's go to Lake Lizzie Borden House. Let's I have said, let's this. go to the Cecil Hotel. I would, but at the same time, like, I would never I would stay need, there. No, I don't. I, I would never check in. No. No. That's certain death. Yeah, you're doomed. But yeah. I would go have a drink at the bar. Sure. Um, the ghost of a boy has reportedly been photographed outside a fourth floor window. Uh, this story about this ghost boy was on an ABC 7 actual news story that I read. Really? Mm-hmm. The photographer claimed to have nightmares after taking the picture. According to people who have stayed at the hotel, doors open and close on their own, as do elevator doors. Many guests report what they describe as an oppressive pressure throughout the building. 
Wow. Some even say they feel the sensation of hands around their throats. Ooh. Yeah. Chairs and tables. Well, I mean, on that one lady was strangled to death. Yeah. Pigeon Goldie. Oh. That's the saddest Goldie. of all. One woman uh, who runs a blog called Memories Project reported that her dad had some paranormal interactions while staying in the hotel. And this is a quote from her blog. Um, He claims he went to sleep that night in his room at the Cecil only to awaken feeling that he was being choked. He was bathed in a cold sweat and couldn't move or call for help. He felt hands around his throat but could not see anyone. He literally thought he was going to die in that room. Finally, the feeling left him. He bolted out of the room and ran downstairs to the front desk. As he gasped for breath, he told the hotel clerk what had happened. The clerk said that somebody had indeed been murdered in that room. Wow. Dad was able to get his room changed, and he made it clear he would never sleep another moment in that room. So, I mean, just changing a room doesn't seem like enough for me. No, I'd be like, I'm checking out, and I'm also not paying I, for I any of this. I will be leaving now. Also, wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, put me in another room. Wait, is that room also a place where somebody mur- was murdered? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the odds are All not working for you. the that somebody was killed in. It, every single room. Like, something a terrible has happened. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Or just like, yeah, something horrible has happened in yeah. every square inch of the yes. Cecil Hotel. And like, also they apparently let like during the time when it was used more as like a flop house they let the rest of it go into disrepair and kept the lobby like spotless so that people would be tricked into getting hotel rooms there awful yep and that is also the basis for the american horror story season of hotel Mm. yeah which wasn't um wasn't my favorite season I mean, I only have seen uh, part of that one, mm-hmm. and then, like, the first one. We'll say Gaga was great. Sure. Uh, Dennis O'Hare was great, sure. of course. But, um, you know, different strokes for different folks. Different folks. Um, so That's yeah, terrifying. That is the Cecil Hotel, and guess what? We're going for your birthday! No, we're not. Come on. No, I can't. Now, I think it's called something, like, very innocuous now. It's like, called, like Highway stay on Seven. Me. Yes, yes, stay on me. That's <laughs> exactly like, what it's called. You can't trick me. That's exactly what it's called. Fucking square. Yeah. It's got a giant square painting on the side that says Hotel Cecil. It's so crazy. That's like, they changed the name but didn't paint over it. It's Is like, anything, you should just anybody. embrace it. Like, right. Be put like a, a picture of a ghost, ghost on the front of it. Yes. Yeah. Like, do something like that. Be like, America's Murder Hotel. Yes. The Cecil. Yeah. Stay. If I mean, you die, a little too soon, free. but it like, is, yeah, sorry, that know. was disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> if you die, your room's free always. <laughs> oh Ooh, man, man, oh man, oh man, yes. listen. Uh, do you have a spooky, scary, oopy? I do. Oozy. I do. I do. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about this one because it's a. It's been kind of, kind of requested mm. um, by our Texas listeners. <gasps> yes. To do a Texas ghost. Hell yeah. So I'm doing one. Oh my god. This one is in Huntsville, Texas, and we're doing Demon's Road and Martha Chapel Cemetery. Oh my god. So, Demon's Road is what the locals call Bowden Road. Okay. Has a different name. It's not actually Demon's Road, but it's better known as Demon's Road. Okay. Um, Steady flow of reports regarding experiences when travelers claim that they're driving down the old road and something fucked up happens, whether it's um, they just feel like there's an eerie presence or handprints occur on their car. They see bright lights shining and then coming closer and closer and closer. A lot of the time, red lights. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Like a mothman. Yes, exactly. Um, Do-dee-da-do-do. 
Yes, sweeping feelings of uh, eeriness and just, like, disturbing, uh, like, feelings of doom Mm -hmm. as you wander down Demon's Road. And at the end, it's just a dead end right into Martha Chapel Cemetery. Oh, yeah, great. (laughs) Doesn't lean anywhere. Just goes right to the cemetery. Here's some pictures. It's a dirt road, so it's not even paved. There's nothing on it. No, No. this is scary, dude. Yeah, no. That's not good. I'm getting a chill. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, you just get to the cemetery. Woof. Mm-hmm. Locals who live in Huntsville warn people who are, who are passing through. They're like, yeah, we're going to go check out Demon's Road. They tell them, don't. Don't do it. And also, don't, if you do, if you must, mm-hmm. don't provoke the spirits. You know they're not going to listen. Yes. Another reason is because uh, most most of the time, when you provoke the spirit there, it'll follow you home. Oh, no. Yeah. It'll just come right <laughs> Did you hear you. me actually gulp? Like, <laughs> oh, no. May 2010. A woman reported the encounter her husband and her friends had while at the cemetery. She claimed they saw a man wandering around the cemetery one evening, but they didn't pay much attention to him. A couple days later, the woman's back at her own house. She gets in the shower. No. Oh, no. She turns around in the shower, closes, uh, to close the shower curtain. No. And there in her bedroom, I guess the, the door is open from her bathroom, stands the exact same man that they saw wandering I'm the cemetery. So that. That he disappears. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Mm hmm. He disappears. She does a police report and everything. Good girl. It just doesn't happen again. Ugh. But she's like, that's the man I saw at the cemetery. Now he's in my you house watching me shower. Yep. Yeah, it's horrible. And this cemetery, it's old. There's graves here from like 1850-something. So old even if you're cemetery. going just to genuinely visit an ancestor, this can happen? Yeah. Even if you're not being a jerk? 100% this can happen. So mean. To anyone. It's a, this is like a... I mean, cemeteries are spooky to people of generally. Course, sure. This one's like the the locals think, no, this is like an epicenter of evil. This yeah, is like a bad there. place. So much so that even the even like the KKK has been known to like meet there. Oh God! I hope they get sucked yeah. into a vortex. More on that later. This is a very far fetched story. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to I tell love it. To it. You. I'm already excited. One man claims that this happened to him. Mm-hmm. He and a buddy saw a hand protruding from grave in the cemetery. <laughs> Robin's face right now is perfect to describe the feelings we have. Eventually, the whole arm was said to be out from within its grave and grasping around in search of, like, anything. <gasps> yeah. The man moved towards the grave, and even though his friend's like, dude, Bad idea, stop, dude. dude. He said he bent down to touch the hand, which is insane, which is so insane. Are you kidding me? And his friend was like, please, please don't, please don't. And uh, pulling him, pulling him, but he touched it. You fucking idiot. Which then, as soon as he touched it, it grabbed him. Ah! And he began pulling him towards the grave. He was able to pull free from the hand. He turned to his buddy, who asked if he was, ho- if he was okay. Oh, God. Before noticing that there was someone standing just behind his friend. Oh, no. So it's like, oh, man, I'm free. Dude, you okay? Oh, my God, there's someone behind you. No, no, no. He darted towards his friend in an effort to protect him from whoever was behind him. Just before he reached his friend, 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 the man behind his friend 
lifted his head and looked at him. According to the man, the figure that was standing behind his friend looked exactly like his friend. What? Yes. <gasps> like a doppelganger. When he turned to look at his real friend, no. he wasn't there. Wh- what? Yeah, he wasn't there. The man then says he was like, fuck, and ran to his car. As he raced up to the car, he noticed, and this is a big one, handprints all over in the in the dust that is on the car. Because you saw this is a dirt road. Yeah. So it's you dusty. know kicking up and get, getting your car all dusty. So it's fresh dust, and you're by yourself. When you get back to your vehicle, there are handprints hand all no. over the car. Ugh. The man then said he climbed into the safety of his car, looked in the back seat, Fun and this sense. is the far... The part that I'm like, no, this didn't happen. And his friend was there, but his friend was dead. Oh, that guy and I'm didn't like, do I don't think that's happening. Thing wrong. But he was just like, don't touch the dead don't hand. Touch that hand, fucking idiot. Yeah. So that one's really scary. That's I really scary. do not like looking at a friend and having like the same friend behind the friend. I really don't like that. But I'm, I'm curious, would he have been like? Wait, is this you? Like, I feel like I would say something at least to the fake person behind the friend, right? I don't know. I think he. I think he did exactly what I would do, which is like, um, oh, there's someone. There's someone behind you. Get away from my friend. Oh, it's what? And then look back and yeah. be like, but you. Do you see this? I probably would definitely like. But you wouldn't to the person who like had your friend's face. Be like, wait, if you're here, then who's that? No, I definitely just immediately be like, I need to make sure that my friend isn't. That there's not two friends. Yeah, I get that. Although, yeah. <laughs> it's good to have two friends. It's great to have two friends. In this case, he has no friends. <laughs> I watched, I'm um, sorry to interrupt. Please. But I watched a little movie called My Boyfriend's Back this weekend. Ooh. And it's supposed to be a comedy about a boy who gets shot and comes back from the dead to go to prom. And it's fucking terrifying. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be funny, but Is it's it on really Shutter? creepy. No, it's on Amazon. It's like wow. a 90s comedy, but it creeped the shit out of me. What? Mm-hmm. That's not funny at all. I know. Everybody's like, oh, it's so weird that you're here because we all went to your funeral yesterday. And he's like, yeah, I know. I died, but now I'm back. And they're like, huh, okay. And that, to me, was the creepiest part. Just everybody being like, we acknowledge that what? you're dead, but okay. And he's like looks like a corpse. It was really fucked up. Also, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it, and Jack from Lost. Wow. <laughs> Star-studded. Star-studded. <laughs> wow, that's, anyway, I think I'm going to definitely watch that. Later. It's really fucking crazy. Uh, so, yeah, witnesses, I guess, of these phenomena Woo. report just huge handprints all over their cars. Some people claim the handprints appear to be where someone or something unseen grabbed at their car. Ooh. Um, there's been almost 100 people who have reported this oh to God. the police. Mm-hmm. The handprints? Yes. Oof. Yes. Also reports of mysterious red lights seen along Demon's Road are often made. This is, it's like whatever red lights, but it's really creepy because those who claim to have seen the lights say that, and this is pretty consistent, the number of lights is correlated to how many people are in the car. Which is which is the worst oh, thing I can no. think of. Oh, it's like no. one ghost per personal demon mm-hmm. per person. Um let's see, do, do, do. personal pan demon. Um okay. One group of four 
said that as they were leaving the road at approximately 4 a.m., which you're the bravest person Even I know. Stem. What you doing out there? What are you doing leaving at 4 a.m.? God. Four red lights appeared out of nowhere. Suddenly, four handprints <gasps> appeared on the hood of the truck, according to one of the men in the group. Yeah. Very scary. Some say that cults, probably the KKK, has been spotted down Demon's Road holding ritual ceremonies. It's even been said that members of this cult have been seen drinking blood from a sacrificed dog. Oh my god. Leave that dog alone. Yeah. Sacrifice yourself, you dumb shit. Yeah. Drink a person blood, if anything. Ugh, I'm gonna mail... No, I can't say it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... What, because they piss off the KKK too no, much? I, I don't care. Gross if about period they know we're their enemies. Oh, no, it's not that. I was going to say a gross thing about, like, tricking them with period blood. and Last episode, I, I, I was like, go eat a period, like, on the episode <laughs> you're to right, someone. You're right. <laughs> we're, we're beyond it. We're far away from it. Oh, That's my life's goal is to prank the KKK into eating my period blood. Yeah. That's a really good goal. <laughs> Thank you. We could do it if we try hard enough. Maybe we could. Yeah. Get a fake dog filled yeah. with... <laughs> I bet they would love our traveling duo of the Foley artist and the <laughs> ventriloquist person. The large yeah. ventriloquist uh-huh. doll. Well, yeah, we'll, ha- well, they'll hire us and then we'll feed them the blood. Oh, it'll be a real Tim Burton-esque time. <sighs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to piss off the KKK <laughs> like this. Ooh. Um, yeah, so anyway. Any- anyway, sorry. Uh, others allege that they've been visited by apparitions of a young child Aww. with glowing eyes oh, riding a tricycle not, not while nope. on the Gets road. Worse. Wow. Yeah, so it's not even like, like in the Chucky. cemetery. Like a little yeah. Chucky evil. It's like you're coming up and it's like, oh, bear to right seems to be oh, another vehicle on the... Boy? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. yeah it's horrible. Ugh. It, there's also a strange, faceless, threatening creature. I, you know I am yeah. so scared of a faceless I thing. know. We've, we've covered so many. I, uh, there was that one uh, Japanese ghost that it's like a, a, the crying lady who's yep. just got no face. Mm-hmm. The, the, the gray man. Yep, the gray man. Yep. The, the one in the woods when the guy found mm-hmm. a faceless guy in a, in a cave. Even the butthole ghost has no face. Oh, my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. So they're the king. I mean... Yeah, there, there's plenty evidence that faceless ghosts exist, and I believe them when they say there's a strange, faceless, threatening creature yeah. that appears to some people. Whatever form the spirits choose to reveal themselves in, the spirits have never been reported as anything less than hostile, terrifying, and at the very least, frightening. Oof. So this is a place for, like, bad motherfuckers to visit. Cool ghosts hang yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah. Cool mean business. So yeah, if you must go down, you gotta watch out. Make sure that nobody comes with you. I also researched a little bit of like personal tales about this. Wait, so, sorry. Make sure that nobody goes with you. I'm sorry. Make sure that you don't get a hitchhiker ghost coming. Okay. Home okay. With you. Okay. I was gonna say. Wait, you have to go alone. Yeah. So just a little bit of why it's called Demons Road. In 1985, the people of Huntsville became convinced that a coven of devil worshippers were calling upon demons at the cemetery. Apparently, the county sheriff even went to all the local high schools, I think it's probably one local high school, and warned the kids to stay away from the road for their own safety, 
And I that's mean, when it became Dean's Road. Yeah, when you tell kids not to do something. Yeah. They like, do it. children, there's a nefarious coven of devil worshippers. I'd be like, stay I'm away from going that. tonight. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm on my way. Yeah, but joke would have been on me because there's a child on a tricycle with red Oof. glowing eyes. What do you think is worse? I, to me, the idea of being, getting ready for the shower. Okay. And being like your most vulnerable, which is like yep. naked about to shower. Mm-hmm. Turning around and seeing like a ghost man in your room. Or? Or... Getting friend pulled. behind a friend, yeah, yeah, like a friend behind a friend, and getting pulled by a zombie hand into your own grave. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I think it's a tie between the shower and friend behind a friend. Friend behind a friend really, 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 really bothers me. See, that one doesn't bother me that much. I would not like it if, like, I saw you and then I saw a figure behind you, and I stepped to the figure and it was still you. I see. I'm an optimist, so <laughs> you'd be like, you cloned I'd be like, yourself, my friend again. Yeah, yeah or like a mirror trick Two of some friends kind. I have. No, I don't. No, yeah, I don't think so. All of it's bad. It's all pretty bad. Um. Ooh. So, yeah, on a couple different websites, one of them, hauntedplaces.org. This has an 84% haunted rating. Oh. Yeah. You're telling me. 84% You're telling me haunted. this is like a Rotten Tomatoes for haunted places? Yeah, kind of. Yep. Okay. Uh, I didn't look up any others because I figured we could do that. In yeah, we got to. I, I wanted to, but I'm Amazing. not going to. Um, okay, so, quote, it's not bull. Oh, so wait, I should also <laughs> say, this is from, I, I like read a thing where someone was like, I visited and nothing happened. And there's so many comments under it that are like, like, shut up, you you, idiot. Yeah. It's not bull. Me and my friends went down there. We did not see anything when we first went, but we videotaped the experience. When we went back over the videotape, a red figure ran out in front of my car right before we entered the cemetery. Mm -mm. Oh, and it's not faceless like some people say. (gasps) It has yellow eyes. It looked right at us as it ran across a road in front of my car. Fuck no. Maybe there's two. Oh my god. Yellow eyes, red body, faceless. Ugh, god. Another one. My dad lives on Bowden Road. Oh no! Bad idea! He's told me about the strange things that have happened to him since he moved there. About two nights ago, my brother called from his home. He told me about a red light hovering (gasps) in the sky. He thought it was a star or something until it started flickering and changing colors. That's not a star. I don't like that. Although it does sound very pretty. Mm -hmm. Then this is my favorite one of all. This is a real scary place. It's been infested with demons, also called Janat. I don't know what that is. Be careful around this place or caps. You can get hurt. <laughs> I'm a demonologist. <gasps> Thanks. F. Murktar. And then he lists his Gmail. Everybody, I don't care right Dude, now. Everybody, email him. Email Frank. Why did I assume his name was Frank? <laughs> can you please? I can't believe you didn't email F. Murktar. We're going to. Everybody, I'm just going to say what is what it, the email is right Next now. Next time I do K-R. a surprise party for you, I'm going to pretend that we're meeting to up be with Frank Mukhtar. <laughs> I don't think his name is Frank. I don't know why I assumed that. Whatever. Guys, uh, email him. K-R-U-P-P-X at gmail.com. There you go. Krupix? Yep. Okay. Krupix. Wow. I'm a demonologist. Can you... I, well, I mean, we've got to email him, I think. Is I mean, it too late to invite him to the show? Yeah. It doesn't it seem like he's local. 
from um just do a quick quick search quick of a dude. quick search of this guy f Mukhtar. he probably looks not weird hmm yeah well when i google it i get um one one thing that's just the story of the condom no i don't want to look at that x out of that window there's also someone who's a Saudi Arabian football player, but I don't think that's him at all. God, how cool would it be if he was both, though? That would be really cool. My husband. Anyway, the only way to find out more about Mr. F. Mukhtar is to Mr. email F. him. So we're going to do F. it. And it's going to be good. Oh, wait. I forgot that there's even more. Tell me. We have some time, right? Yeah. All right. Quote, I was out at Martha Chapel Cemetery with a paranormal investigation team a few years ago. Nice, I wish nice. I could be a list person. My personal experience was when my EMF reader went off in the middle of the cemetery. Uh-huh. There's no electricity in that area. It was very strange. I also heard what sounded to be a pack of howling animals <sighs> coming toward our group right before we left. Other members stated that they saw shadow figures darting from gravestone to gravestone and around our cars. These demons love cars. That's, yeah, what they is it? They love cars. They just want maybe to touch it. Maybe it's the lights. It. Maybe it's the lights, dude. Maybe. Maybe it's because the car is warm. I don't know. I have no idea. But maybe they just want to check out the car and see what, curious what's demons. up. Sure. Yeah. Another person. We went to Bowdoin Road and went to the cemetery. Turn the car off and the lights, and nothing happens, so we return to Bowdoin Road. Upon returning to the road, I suggest we try it again. We turn the car off and went, and while in the car, I saw a hand <gasps> next to my face, no. but no one in the car was near my face. Then as we turned the car back on, there was a huge handprint. There was huge <gasps> handprints all over my car. Oh, no. Two of the people in the car with me reported seeing two lights getting closer to the car in a large field next to us. We left before they could get any closer. Oh, so my scary. fuck. Went there yesterday. No. Well worth the trip. Really? We almost turned around when we saw the small, dark gravel road leading back into the woods, but I'm glad we didn't. I have a video about two minutes long, taken just after sunset, about three-fourths the way through the video. Children's laughter can <gasps> be heard. No. There were no children around. Quite spooky. And I'm a little bit jaded by all this stuff. Seen a lot of disappointing ghost sites. This is one which restored my faith. Wow. We left before it got too dark. That's right. Wow, dude. Yeah. So That sounds even more haunted than Dudley Town. Kind of. I feel like, um, thank you, the two listeners that recommended we do some Texas ghosts. Oh my because god, there are probably guess what? so There's many. There's 50 billion. I also found this one thing. I think it's even in Huntsville. And... It's another, like, a haunted location that the locals, you know, all know of. And it's mm. called, they, they, they call it the Black Jesus. And I'm not talking about John Legend in the NBC <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar Live. They call it the Black Jesus. It is a, like, six-foot-tall Jesus statue on a five-year-old grave oh. in a cemetery. And it was bronze, and it's turned completely black. Oh, no. And everyone thinks it's haunted because the Jesus hands, they say that they're up in the day and down at nighttime. It's like probably facing just up, an optical illusion. Facing down. All the pictures I found of it, the hands are facing out to the rest of the, the graves. Oh. So, I don't know. But I yeah. do like it that people are like, yeah, that's the, that's the black Jesus. Well, it doesn't 
bronze just oxidize? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know why, like, they made it out of bronze <laughs> or didn't <laughs> take care of it, I guess. Well, I know that the Statue it's- of Liberty, under all that... Under all that oxidation, looks um, like she would be she would be like a copper penny, mm-hmm. which I would love to see. I would love to see power that. wash that. Bad I don't boy. get why it turned black. That doesn't really happen. I guess it could be like if there's some weird like plant spores in the air, or Look, it's I'm evil, a, or, it's, or evil. it's a demon. That's why they're like, oh, the Jesus turned black. I mean, why would you make a bronze grave? It would be pretty for the for the moment. Yeah, for the moment, but like I really do hate like the idea of being like, well, my 5-year-old's dead. I'm going to put a giant Jesus on him cuz I'm in horrible pain and You know there's that one baby girl at the Easton <sighs> yeah. cemetery with a little baby. Really grave. upsetting. I hate it. Aww, poor girl. Ugh. Whew, well, on yeah. that note. <laughs> anyway, after talking about dead kids, I guess we'll just bring this to a close. Do you um, have a tip? Um, don't touch a dead hand. For sure not. Don't touch a dead hand. In a best case scenario, you are getting your DNA over a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be mindful of what you're doing. Just mm-hmm. don't touch a dead hand. And um, just remember that the, the real definition of a flop house isn't what you think it might be. It's not fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna like it. Uh-huh. Mine would be book a month-long stay at the Cecil Hotel, no. wear a GoPro the entire time, and record footage, and bring a Ouija board, and Now you're talking, things, though, actually, yeah. And just, like, fucking go for it. Someone else, but not us. Live it. stream it. Yeah. If, I imagine bringing a Ouija board into the Cecil. I feel like it would, you would immediately catch I on I feel fire. like it would, like, beca- it would sink into the floor and become part of it. Yeah. It be it's like, like oh, blah, this blah, has blah, been a Ouija board the whole up. time. Yeah. This place is one big Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, man, but, I hate yeah. it. But I will pay anybody in the world $50 if you will stay at the Cecil for a full week and mm-hmm. live stream 24-7. If you have no regard for your own life and you need 50, 50 bucks to get you out of a situation, please contact us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll give you the 50, the 50 bones. We'll PayPal you $50. You go. You spend some time at the Cecil. You tell us what happens to you. No, no, no. Not tell, you live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> or so help me, that $50 yeah. isn't, isn't getting sent out. No. I need to watch Mm-mm. everything. Yeah, yeah, you're getting 25, t- 25 up front, 25, <laughs> 25 after the fact. If you live, yeah. Like, I want it to be planet Earth level clarity. Please, yeah. yeah. Um, also, guys, our website is up. Yeah, that's it looks great. Podcast.com. Yep. Thank you, you can to also, Rachel for thank helping Thank you so us. much to Rachel for helping us. You can also access our merch store. Our merch from store it. is there. You can buy merch. You can, well, after you can buy tomorrow merch. we won't have any upcoming events, but you can see upcoming events when we have them. And yep. there's a couple cute photos of us. We've you got can some bios. Listen got some to links. all the web all the webisodes. All, all the episodes. All those webisodes. Um yeah, what's really got it all. Yeah, I'm excited. Robin, you sound excited. I'm very excited. We're pretty excited. I'm thinking, should we make business cards? Is that crazy? I don't know. No, I think we should do it. I feel like that would be fun. Um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thank you, everyone. We love you so much. And we'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. Bye. Goodbye.